Welcome back to the White, Gray, Black Weekly Manga Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about all of your favorite ongoing Japanese manga. My name is Bruce. I am the proprietor of the White, Gray, Black YouTube channel. With me again this week is Gautam. Hello, hello. This week we are in action territory. We're going to start out with Chained Soldier, Chapter 120, and then check out Sakamoto Days, Chapter 144. Both of these chapters have some gorgeous girls in them and some even more gorgeous action, so stick around. All right, Gautam, let's start with Chained Soldier Chapter 120. So you you don't read this. I do. Um, mm-hmm. Chained Soldier is great. This And this past fight has been really cool. Uh, I'm trying to think of how to describe it. So there are, there's a group of, I think it's six or seven, like, demon lords. And then there's the Maho Defense Force, which is all the girls with the superpowers. That's the, the plot. Um... What is happening right now is one of these demon generals attacked and each of the, I think there's seven, there's like seven or nine or 11, maybe there's like 12, I don't know. There's a bunch of branches of this defense force and each of them has like a captain and underlings. They're all a group of like three to five or six girls. Um, So the, I think it was two of the big bads showed up or no, three of the big bads showed up, like, I don't know, eight chapters ago, maybe. And they were like, okay, this defense force group will take this one. And this other defense force group will take this one. So this is one of those sort of side fights. Um, and what it is, is this girl on screen whose name I don't know because it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> she has yeah. like a, I'm trying to think of how to, it's, she has like the, uh, what's the, the, like, I create my own world and bring you into it thing. Like, uh, oh. writer like writer has in fate zero and right in it's Jujutsu like a, Kaisen domain expansion thing domain expansion yeah that's yeah. the one she essentially has that power but her power is this is where it gets goofy um she the like main female character who's the head of the group that the main guy is in right everyone mm-hmm. this this girl is like a complete simp for that other girl so what Got her it. domain expansion is, is inside her domain, if you like, it's this weird sort of like paladin, holy crusade-esque rule set thing where it's like, if you are dishonest, you are weakened. If you tell the truth, you are strengthened. And then there is like a big statue of the other girl, of the girl that she worships in there as like a kind of God. And if you <laughs> like, if you like praise or embrace that God, it like powers you up even more. And the statue is like part of this fight. Um, that's, so, that's awesome. I love that. It's actually really cool. Like no lie. Yes, this is like an etchy series, but I really think the action and the sort of like power sets and stuff that happen in this are like top, top tier. I love, uh, I love change soldier. So the bad guy, this is a weird one. The bad guy just transforms herself into a spear which I swear to God, we saw this Ame no Noboko maybe or something really similar in Ranger Reject a couple of weeks ago when they were doing their powers. Oh. So I think Ame no is like something of the gods because like it's like y- yeah, Ame, that, that makes sense because like Ame, it is called a divine weapon. So yeah, or sense, it's like yeah. something of heaven, something like that. Yeah, or divine, I guess. Um, and she just like launches herself at the girl, and then this is the statue down here that's like catching the spear, not an actual like other girl. Yeah, um, but it's like it's really well paneled, and, and the other girl also has ice powers because why not? She has like domain expansion and ice powers. Um, that's 
that's overpowered. Yeah, but so her and her whole little group, um, the Ice Domain Expansion Power Girl, uh, the the bad girl at one point like split herself into three to try to like fight mm-hmm. all of them and just be more. She thinks she's like way more powerful. So they're like fighting all these different copies and versions of her. So like here you see it's like okay this is one of her lieutenants with like a whip that's fighting and then this like brawler girl has him in a chokehold. Uh, and yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's just, like, really cool action paneling. I love the facial expressions in this series. Like, down here at the bottom, it's, like, they're really, they're, like, perfectly over the top, where it's, like, yes, I get exactly the emotion that's being conveyed here. Um, the, like, sort of lead girl in the fight takes a bunch of hits. Uh, I like this, the panel at the bottom here is this, like, aha, I got her. It's, like, the, oh, no. The, like, oh, no, yeah. yeah. It's, like, oh, no. Uh, it's, like, yeah, see, this is, the, this is what I was talking about with the plots. Like, one unit takes down one god. Like, they kind of split off to kind of try to take out all of these gods. Um, but she gets all fucked up, and it's like, I don't know, it's like a badass panel of just like, yeah, I'm, the art I'm, is so I was sick. set to take down a god. This is my mission. Yeah, that, that, god, really the good art is, is just really good. Yeah. yeah, this guy is smurfing. I, like, real talk, okay, One Punch Man, best action series probably. I think Sakamoto Days, which we're going to talk about a little bit, is probably number two. This might for real be my like number three best action series. Like the action in it is just that good. Like it's so sick. Like the fight. I, I actually thought like if if it wasn't for the main premise of the plot, I think this would be up my alley. Uh, yeah. I I read up to the part where they fight like this. It was pretty early, but there's a girl that can rewind time. Uh, oh, they do the little like yeah, they like it, fight each other for practice or whatever. I think yeah, it, it was, was like that. a serious fight, quote unquote. But you know, yeah. she like becomes a good guy. But uh, yeah, that fight was so creative. So I there's tons like of creative fights, fights. Yeah, in the series are pretty creative. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, honestly, if you're not, I mean, if you're like me and you're sort of like I, I could really care less if there's a little bit of a little bit of boobs in my manga. This I think. Well, this, I could care less if there's a little <laughs> bit of boobs. Okay, okay. There's a lot of boobs in this one. To be fair, but yeah. Uh, this is really great. And yeah, and then it's just like, <laughs> just like screams. is like the, this panel of her getting like cut in half is awesome. And then I don't think I may not have put the panels in, but there's, did I put them in there? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like this is like the, the main girl like cuts the main body in half. And then the other two lieutenants like take down their two copies. And then just like, she splits in two. Uh, and it's awesome. I don't know. This, yeah, I, that's this hype. Is, that looks, it's hype. The fight, the fights seem really fun. The fights are really good. I guarantee you. So I think this has an anime starting, I think, in January. Um, And the early fights are not the most creative. But once they get, I think, around to the part where you were, there's a um, there's an early arc where all of the Defense Force girls like meet up and have like a practice tournament arc, essentially. Um, When that happens, you start getting some really creative fights because you get like, you know, creative power on creative power because the main the main group of girls don't have that creative powers. They kind of do. It's like the main girl who does the chained soldier thing, the like slave quote unquote thing where the can turn the boy into a powerful thing or let other people turn him into a powerful thing. And then it's like one girl gets big. One girl can copy anyone else's power at a lesser degree. And then there's like a, what is it? There's like a mind reading, uh, like Esper type girl. And that's like the main sort of core group. But yeah, I don't know. This is a, this is a really creative, really cool thing. Um, this was a really sick. You might even just go and read like these four or five chapters because there's not they're fun. Yeah, there's not I, much extra stuff people, in this. I think people don't do uh, conditional powers enough, and I think this yeah. this series seems to do it a lot, which I like. You know, like 
Deku breaking his arms, like we talked about last time. That's oh, cool. Yeah. Like tra- like powers with trade offs. Uh, it, like if you look at Fairy Tail, like Natsu can just use fire unlimitedly. Oh and yeah, yeah. There's like it's just it turns into Dragon Ball Z power level energy blast bullshit, right? Whereas yeah. like here, it's it's cool, like because it, there's a specific set of rules in which her her world operates in, and anyone could use it to their advantage if they know the rules, you know, like, uh, so there's like a, a condition an asterisk by her power, mm-hmm. uh, that adds like a level of complexity that just makes these fights cool and interesting. Yeah. Well, and the, it's not in this chapter. I think it's in maybe one or two chapters ago. The bad guy tries to take advantage of that by like telling the, the lead fight girl here, like exactly what she's going to do. She's like, I'm going to split into three and distract you lieutenants. And I'm going to go after, you by doing this and that she tries to like tell the truth to power herself up and it like works a little bit but the i doesn't but she like insulted the this the girl who the goddess yeah the goddess who she like simps for and so it like backfires on her but (laughs) yeah this is a really cool series with yeah really inventive powers there's and you mentioned drawbacks the if in case you are unfamiliar with the premise of change soldier the main draw of this is that the main girl has the ability to turn the main guy into a like really powerful fighter by use of her power. Cause her power that that's like her power is she can turn this guy into a really strong fighting thing, or she can allow other people to have her power to turn him into a really strong fighting thing, but it changes based on who's using him. So it's kind of like a, like form swapping, you know, like in a video game or something. Um, but there's always a trade-off. It's interesting. The trade-off is the boy gets to do sexual things after you've used her power. That is her trade-off. It's like, yes, she creates this incredibly strong chained soldier. The trade-off is dude gets to touch her boobs afterwards. So always a trade-off. <laughs> Remember to be creative with your powers, everybody. Right, right. Yeah, that's a, that's a relevant and cool trade-off. Yeah. Uh, I, I forgot what the time traveler, not time traveler one, uh, but I forgot what her trade-off was. I think she could only use it, like, a few times or something. Yeah, a lot of them have limits on, like, how often they can use it at a range. Um, some of the really strong... I'm trying to think of some... The, like, head of the Defense Force has a, like... Did you ever play Dota 2? A little bit. Do you know Evoker? Who has, no. like... Okay. The premise of Evoker is you, like, press certain buttons in certain order. Most most champions in Dota 2 or League have, like, four abilities in a passive, right? They right. have, like, you press Q, it does one thing. You press W, it does another thing. Press E, it does something else. Evoker mm-hmm. is, like, you press Q, W, Q, and it does one thing. You press Q, Q, E, and it does another thing. You press E, W, Q, it does a completely separate thing. So he has, like, That's 30. That's insane. And she has the, that kind of thing. She has these, like, uh, like an eye roulette thing where it's, like, oh, I can, and she can combine, like, Try to remember the one she uses. She has like like speed and something else, and she can just like teleport around, or she combines like strength and uh, like strength and energy and do like an energy blaster. She kind of has that kind of power, which is really cool. Uh, that is I, really cool. I, Evoker sounds like a nightmare to balance and play. Yeah, but that League sounds is, awesome. Yeah, League announced their newest champion is going to essentially be a simplified Evoker. So okay, that's complicated. Yeah, I luckily <laughs> the the league one I think is only two button presses in a row, so it's not three like Evoker, but got yeah. it. But yeah, this is a really cool series, really cool action. Um, I would highly recommend it to anyone over the age of sixteen. And yeah, I think that's all about all I got there, Captain. Honestly, so, it seems like a cool series, and it really uh, is. Yeah, the, the localized name makes it way more easy to recommend to people. Yeah, the Japanese translated name or the Japanese name base is like Mahuasehe no Slave, which is like Slave of the Defense Force or something. But yeah, that. Slave has 
less connotation in Japan, although <laughs> there is still some connotation there, I guess, uh, than it does here. But yeah, Chain, Chain Soldier is a good, I think, a good localization, a good swap on it. So yeah, I agree. Cool. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's let's, let's talk, move on to my action. Yeah, let's action move on series. from the number three best action to the number two best action. The number two. <laughs> yeah. It was. It, it was. I, I know I brought it up like last month, but or like a month and a half ago. But this is like, it was so good. This it, fucking chapter is so good. I mean, anytime one of the, uh, uh, what is the the group of elite assassins called the, uh, that this girl uh, belongs J, to and J, the sniper guy. J A J A. Yeah, but they're called like the. Order, oh, the order it's on screen oh, the, the, order, screen. the order yeah anytime anyone yeah, on the true. order has a fight it's great because the sniper guy which we talked about last month was in the order that was and the chainsaw girl's back and she's a fan favorite she's one of my favorites and she's great in this so and for anyone who who's just listening and can't see the screen it's uh i'll, I'll give you just the bare minimum context because you really don't need the context for this uh basically uh the guy we're rooting for is uh the apprentice assassin kid with the mask and the black hair Fighting pretty much like one of the elite assassins of the series, a side character. Yeah, like top five of assassins, at least on the good side. Good, quote unquote, maybe side. Yeah, exactly. And um, in in this moment, she is an antagonistic force. Uh, Anyway, their fight takes place in a cramped elevator to start with. Mm -hmm. And she instantly starts by uh, a very simple person. Just thinks of targets and non-targets. Uh, she instantly starts by trying to slice his foot off. Uh, Shin, the ESP guy, kind of senses that, pulls him away. Uh, and on the next page is where it gets cool. Uh, since it's like such a cramped fighting arena, she just cleaves the elevator in, in two. Like she splits yeah. it right down the middle. Uh, the chain breaks and like the chain holding the elevator up on like the eighth floor or whatever breaks and it starts plummeting. She puts her foot against the back of the elevator and the moment it the light as it's plummeting dings to like floor number two, she propels out of the elevator, tackles the guy she's fighting through through the metal wall uh, of the elevator. So yeah. she, she she like times her jump right when it's on a floor so she can go through the wall. Yeah, uh, and the, so the cool. she's so good. I don't even remember her name, but like she has the, the circular saw is her weapon, which is just like uh, yeah. It's I mean it's a thing that happens in Sakamoto Day so much, where it's just like ah, I never would have thought to do that. Like I never would have thought to make you know the chainsaw is kind of an iconic weapon to use in action or horror. Uh, but the circular saw, like very no, yeah, not not so right. You do not see that very often. If, if it's a, it's a unique weapon. The, it's really the series cool. is just all unique. This is just yeah, like the first sure. first part of this chapter. Uh, she tackles him through into the second floor, and uh, they are now in a diorama of a 1960s city like model Assass- assassin city. Because they're in yeah. the um, they're in the art display of assassin history or whatever it's called, something like that. So, but it's a diorama, so it's all like scaled down. Yeah, so it's like one-tenth scale or something, yeah. Exactly. So they're fighting in this uh, big city full of buildings, uh, except they're kaiju-sized in this city. So it it's turns so into good, instantly man. turns into a kaiju fight. We have a Sakamoto Days kaiju fight in a city, and it's like, how do you fucking think of that? That's so cool. Well, and, and the but, cool thing is, like, you could have done this, and it could have been like, oh, yeah, they're big against the buildings, but instead... 
the author puts the camera in locations to make it look like you said, like a kaiju fight. He Ka- puts the camera exactly. like under, like in the bottom left here, it's like under a bridge. Under the bridge. In the top the right, pit. it's like over the thing. Yeah, and it's like it, this is the best. It, this the is pet, the best, best spread. Yeah. Yeah, so I I don't know if you guys have seen Pacific Rim, where like the mech punches all the way through a building, through the glass in the building. It's like the fist of the mech is going through like one of the floors of the building. Uh, yeah, that's what what the, they just do that. The girl, <laughs> the girl then swings her fist, shattering the glass in one of the buildings, and connects it with the dude. Uh, it, it's it is so fucking cool. You should it's just so read it. It is. We talk about good paneling all the time, Bruce, and then Sakamoto Days uh, it comes in and shows us how it's done. Is yeah, how I well, feel. And it's and good paneling is one thing, but just having a well paneled action doesn't hold up against how creative the fights in Sakamoto. It's like, everything. It's yeah, perfect. I mean, it's like the it's the camera angles, it's the the creativity. I mean, not even to mention this this order girl is wearing essentially like a funeral dress i guess she's in like yeah a, like a she's very in like fancy morning. yeah like all black like lacy dress thing um yeah so she like looks iconic yeah i i definitely when this anime hits which is going to be eventually um maybe next year it's sometime. gonna pop off it's gonna pop yeah, oh off yeah it's gonna be great. i mean sakamoto days is like already top 10 when it has a volume come out so it's yeah this is gonna this is gonna be big 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 and as long as the anime can do it justice she's gonna be a fan favorite she should show up in in season one and i and her first fight is equally is also creative i think don't they fight at like a japanese um temple like with the tori gates and stuff and she like cuts yeah through that all was of very them. cool yeah yeah I, it, yeah it was a long time it, ago but that was a very cool fight too i i truly think that this author should be used as like a study for perspective authors or perspective mangaka because like i i feel like murata is on like he's kind of inhuman it's like playing someone in a fighting game and they're so much better than you that you don't learn anything it's yeah. like it, it, art wise i think he is uh he, it's good but he's on par with like other shonen artists but handling shot composition creativity everything yeah. is so so much further above everyone else that I feel like people should study this and think about their fights more. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, for sure. I mean, this is the, this is the prime example. Yeah, I, I agree. Totally. This is a prime example. Like you said, that other mangaka should look at in that if you can do one thing in your manga really well, whether it's, um, like my hero academia, the art itself is really, really, really good. I think that attracts and keeps a lot of people around with Sakamoto days, the action and the paneling, like you said, is really, really, really good. The art is like, is fine. Like it's not bad, but you're right. It's about sort of at the average level of weekly shonen jump, right? This is not, this is not I would even say, better. Yeah. I would even say at some parts it's like on, a, on the rougher side of things, but occasionally, like, yeah. I mean like th- that doesn't matter, right? Uh, you're not here for it, that. You're here for the action. Cause the action is like what he does so, 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 so well. And yeah. I, I and I think like, even when the art is rough, it's compensated by so many unique framed perspectives mm-hmm. and like ideas. And I don't know. I just don't even notice when it is rough because everything else is flowing so well that I can only notice that. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't detract from it because it's all so well communicated that yeah. slightly rough art doesn't detract from it. So which, again, is is a thing that if you're a prospective mangaka, you should have those things where you can take shortcuts. We talk about um we talked about, I think, last week, Dan to Dan, or two weeks ago, Dan to Dan, where it's like 
this guy knows where to focus his artistic talents. He doesn't draw backgrounds. He uses the sort of um, converted picture backgrounds. And it's like, yeah, every shortcut you can use to be like, focus your attention where it's important when creating art. Because if you try to focus on everything at the same time, it'll all come out mediocre. So, yeah. And exactly like this is a, a if you really analyze like detail of art like the buildings are like they're they're blank at the bottom panel like but none of that fucking matters because you're seeing someone punch through from the inside of the building punch through the whole floor and connect their fist with someone else's face it's like that is that just is so perfect that like you don't even care about smaller details that are missing like that shit doesn't matter yeah Uh, yeah it's great. I don't know. I, I just had, I had, it's just so good. Sakamoto Days is, yeah, is easily top three almost every single week in Weekly Shonen Jump. It's so good. In in terms of fight creativity um, and, like, fight paneling, it is number one. I think it is, too, yeah. I think yeah. Um, One Punch Man might still, in my opinion, have, like, better Murata might paneling, but yeah. it's, it's, it is a little bit cheating because Murata gets kind of, like, however long he needs to do everything. Um, the fact that this is uh, weekly is impressive it by itself. It, it, Maratha's paneling is godlike, but he is a god. So, uh, but yeah. I think his art also makes his paneling. That his art better. is also, yeah. yeah. I mean, his art is also impressive. He's yeah, yeah. one of the best, just straight across the board art mangakas around. So uh, yeah, it, it's just, it's just hard that he exists because uh, there are, so many amazing talents that are second place because of his existence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Uh, um, anything else on Sakamoto days? I, I think this is uh, again, the funnest fucking chapter all week. I, it, it's just this so great, good. Yep. Go, I, I described it as best I could. Um, but honestly, you're doing yourself a disservice by not just checking it out. I don't care if you read the thing, uh, just go read the latest chapter which is uh, number 144. It is, it, you don't need context. It's just buck wild and fun. Yeah, it's really great. Um, yeah. So let's throw something, oh, whoops, thought I put, oh, I'll go back to here. Um, let's throw something in here because we got a little bit of extra time. Uh, sure. When will Ayumu make his move? Finish today. Uh, I, are you, did you keep up with that? Grab any random chapters? This is the little. Nah, cute- I'm like, Six months behind on that, or something like that. Okay, well, you could literally read the, the last chapter in this chapter and be like, okay, it's the end, and nothing has changed. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay, cool. So this is, let me find the author real quick. This is the end of, um, this is the end of this author's, like, this author went from a year ago or so having uh, three pretty consistent weekly series running in various magazines and to having now nothing. Uh, and all of his series are pretty, let me see, where's the, uh, yes. Soichiro Yamamoto. That's who it is. Yamamoto. Um, all of his stuff is pretty cute and enjoyable. I, I generally like it. It's, they're like less than eight pages usually. So it's very light. It's like, two minutes you get to flip through and watch her watch Takagi get teased or uh you know watch some shogi romance I do think that um when will Ayumu make his move is probably the best of his three. Oh, you think so yeah uh, I think so that one 
uh, people complain about the side girl and the progression of it, but I feel like it had the best teasing master Takagi san always felt like it was always treading water, right? Like, and yes, the finale of that one, which was maybe like two months ago, a month ago, um, this did kind of have a confession. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I, 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 I think that's like the onus of the plot is kind of the treading water, you know, uh, it is. But, yeah. It is more about cute, put the characters in cute, slightly romantic situations, watch them blush or get embarrassed or whatever, and do it again next week over and over But I can again. see where you're coming from. The characters are more relatable in this one. Yeah. Because it, Taka- Takagi is just like an invincible character, right? Uh, kind of. Yeah. Unbeatable. So, like, unbeatable. She's overpowered. Uh, you know, and, put her in a, put her in a shonen. Yeah. Um, and they did, they did a lot more in Ayumu with like, uh, he like meets her parents and there's some history there. Oh, with, I like, like that. That was cute. Yeah, like her dad is a shogi master and he doesn't play anymore because of some reason, but then they like get him to play again. There's a side romance that happens that's really good. Um, it felt sort of like the the final uh, the final version of kind of the practice that he, he had been doing with the, the ninja one, which I never actually read, Teasing Master, and then Teasing Master Takagi-san's offshoot, which he didn't do, but another author did that also finished. Um, I'm really curious what this author is going to go do now. I don't know if they're retiring or they're planning on starting something. I bet that they might be doing more of a like singular focused weekly series in a magazine. That's kind of my guess because previously they were not doing, you know, full 20 pages on any of their series. They were doing, you know, eight, 10, 11 on two or three of them. Maybe it was every other week, every week. Uh, I bet that maybe they got some offers that they couldn't turn down. And so we might see them pop up with a new series. That's a full, you know, 20 page once a week thing. Uh, that's my guess, but I don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see because I'm not, I'm not sure like three series, even, even if they are shorter, that is so much work. It's I imagine, I imagine this is going to be followed by a long break before we see anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we see anything, I, who knows, maybe they just retire, but um, they certainly could. Yeah. But I could very well see it going the direction you mentioned, Bruce. Um, I, I, I wonder how how much fuckier their schedule would get, or less <laughs> less fucky. You know, like I I have no idea. Is a a one week series like from a weekly Shonen Jump harder than juggling three? three yeah, three ten page things 10, a week. 10 or, to 12, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I have no. It's an interesting either. question. I think that they are a very well-recognized, well-regarded author. I mean, like... For sure. There's lots of cute girls do, you know, cute little fluffy romance things like that. This guy somehow hit on, like, three pretty popular... Two very... I would say two very popular ones with a very popular offshoot. And then the ninja one, which is... I see sometimes. I think that was a lot less popular. But um, I think, like, when will Ayumi make his move? And that gets an anime. People are going to eat it up. That's such a, like... It's so light and fluffy and easy. Uh... But yeah, I mean, I think that's all we've got. You want to do some news reporting real quick? Uh, Gone Girl is the live action sequel to Takagi. <laughs> Ooh, that's uh, there's a there's a funny four coma in there somewhere. It <laughs> <laughs> needs to be explored. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, let's do a little bit of news. Uh, let's sure. B Stars creator Paru Itagaki will publish a new Kappa focused one shot in Seinen Manga Magazine Monthly Afternoon. Uh, that will be out December 25th, <laughs> titled, oh God, Ikichukishi Futari. Uh, I will, I'm going to lead this by saying, thank God Paru Itagaki is going back to drawing animals and not humans. 
I think her series Sanda is an affront, a visual artistic affront to the human body. <laughs> and I cannot stand looking at it. Um, I love, she draws animals and it's fine. She draws humans in Sanda and I think it's fucking terrifying. They look like weird aliens. Yeah. They look so weird, man. Yeah. They, they look legit freaky. Uh, a Kappa focus here. A ca- uh, oh, it's a one shot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think there will be humans involved because Kappa's like, they, I think they, they like, pull people's assholes out or something. They're, they're like weird creatures. Oh yeah, yeah. As like the actual demon version of Kappa. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, yeah, the, the Japanese mythical creature. Right. Uh, yeah, right. I don't know. Everything but, I learned but, about Kappa, I learned from the third teenage mutant Ninja Turtle live action movie from the nineties where they go back in time oh, and they think the, the turtles are Kappa. One. Oh, right. That, that's a good, it is the worst one, but I, I don't know. That's still one that I like a lot. That, that may have started I, my love with Japanese culture, so I'm not going to... Oh, yeah, tur- Turtles I mean, It's the time. first time I'd really known anything Tur- about Japan, so... Oh, yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad she is still just uh, committing to doing weird shit. Yeah. I, I'm, I, like, she seems like an odd person in the best way pos- possible, so I'm glad she just makes these unique, absolutely strange manga. Uh, instead of, like, trying to hit any kind of mass appeal. She just, uh, does That's completely thing, out, yep. out there things. So even though I think you and I both hated Sonda, uh, Hey, I mean, Beastars is good. I read, I didn't read all at of least, it, but I read 20 or 30 chapters. And I thought it was good. I could go back and read it. And I think enjoy Beastars it. Beastars is real good. Yeah. 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 That, that was a really good story, but either way. Yeah. Uh, I'll check it out. Uh, looking forward to reviewing it on here. Yeah. On, on Christmas day. Uh, see if it gets translated on Christmas day or not. True. Um, let's see. Uh, Takehiko Inoue, that's slam dunk vagabond author, has a new chapter of Real uh, in Weekly Young Jump. That'll be out uh, in a little over a week here. So that is the, um, it's like the Paralympic basketball team, I think is what that one is technically about. I've heard that it's really good. It's on my plan to read. Um, Oh, that's cool. I've actually not read much by Inoue. I I need to just go read Slam Dunk. It's so influential and core to like, Japanese culture that it's like, I just need to read slam dunk. I know vagabond is good. Although I look at it and it's like 300 chapters and I know that it's pretty dark to get through. So I have to be uh, in the mood I, to read that one. I read slam dunk like three or four years ago. Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I think it is been, iter- it has been iterated upon mm-hmm. like so much, like every sports anime seemed to use it as a template because I've everything I read in, Vagabond, I've read everywhere else before. Uh, it's not, uh, sorry, not Vagabond. What am I saying? Slam, slam, dunk. slam dunk. Yeah. Um, I've read in every other sports anime and it's not fair because slam dunk is the one that started it. So, but it still affects my enjoyment of slam dunk because I've seen, yeah, you can go, like, Oh, I know where this is going before. I've, you know, yeah. I've seen, I've seen Haikyuu and I shield and whatever else. So, yeah, that, I, I so I think that's the problem with Slam Dunk in the modern day is that it did everything so well that everyone just copied Slam Dunk and yeah. uh, rereading it, it's like nothing is new because yeah, uh, it's basically like it. if you read like Slam Dunk and like Ace No Diamond, those two like do everything from what I understand. It's just like yo, you want to see every sports trope in two series? Like you read those two and you've seen it all. Yeah, we started them here first, kind of a thing. Yeah, uh, a lot of 
I don't think it necessarily started them, but I think it popularized. I mean, a lot of the stories, oh, oh, for sure. stories yeah, I, have kind of been told across the years, but yeah. But there, there are some sports tropes that are like specific to manga mm-hmm. that you can see that Vagabond clearly uh, did this. And it feels like bad at certain points because people have iterated on it in more interesting ways. Um, right, right. Yeah. But yeah, effectively, I, I'm sure... I'm sure uh, people will have the same experience, like going back and watching Dragon Ball Z and being like, what is this junk? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, OK, they're doing this. I've seen this before. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm really curious about real, though, just because it seems so it seems like such a different, uh, n- like very non Japanese type of focus. I uh, like I think you know, like. I don't know. It just it seems very interesting. I'm curious to check it out. I might I might read that first, honestly, of all those works, if if I can get time for it but uh, that seems yeah that seems really cool it seems like the author just fucking loves basketball too which is cool yeah i mean and yeah, there's not awesome. you know there's only the, the second best basketball thing is what's the one where the people have invisibility powers and uh, oh yeah kuroko no basket <laughs> kuroko, right? kuroko no basket right which yeah. is like goofy <laughs> not that, that, not quite the same that that is uh that is like one piece showing realistic pirates you know it's like that's the comparison, you know, it Kirk yeah. on a basket is the one piece of actual basketball. Very goofy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people have superpowers. <laughs> All right. What else? We got, uh, Yofukashi no Uta. That's call of the night is going to end with a volume 20. Uh, hmm. so volume 19 is planned to be released, I think around February, which means that's probably around when the last chapter is coming out. We should see it early next year. Um, that's interesting. I, I don't keep up with this. I think I, read maybe the first chapter and then I know people like this a lot after the anime come out. Um, it seems really chill. It seems really good again on my, on my plan to read, plan to watch. Uh, we'll have to see how it ends and if people enjoy it. Yeah. Same here. I haven't, uh, I've read like one or two chapters. I don't remember any of it. Um, so I'll, I'll have to give it a crack one of these days. Yeah. It, it appears to me to be a very character focused type thing, which makes me think that I would like it a lot. Um, but I haven't just haven't had the time to dive in. So I'll have to get to that. Yeah, I, and I like the character designs, too. Um, yeah. The vampire girl and Toga look one-to-one, though. There is a lot of the sort of sharp teeth, cute braid, ponytail girl, whatever characters yeah. you want to say in there. Yeah, the, the, yeah, exactly. Similar character character designs. All right, cool. That's uh, that's it for manga. Let's go to one more thing with what else we're doing. Gautam, why go first here? Uh, yeah, I, I am degenerately addicted to tft for about uh like three to three weeks to a month out of the year i i just play a lot of tft and then i stop um and it's tft season again baby new new sets dropping i'm uh i'm gonna play till i burn out tomorrow right well as tomorrow uh, tomorrow as we are recording this so it should already have been out for almost a week when this hits so yeah, and it's been in like the public, uh, the PTR, beta, the PBE or what? Yeah, PTR. But um, I, I, I don't want to play in PTR, so I've, I've just been completely blind until it drops in production. So nice, yeah, yeah. yeah I've been, it up. I've been watching people play this. I feel like I like I didn't play a whole lot last time, but I watched people play a lot, and I think I might, I might. This might be the set that I play, especially if because it's on mobile, right? So I feel like I can. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I feel like I can play when I'm on my trip to Japan. It's coming up, so 
if you, if you get if you have a, a stable enough connection, I, I struggled yeah, with true. that when I went. Um, but yeah, either way, I, I hit diamond last time playing suboptimal builds, so I plan to do that this time too, uh, or or at least play to the rank where it's still fun. Um, after yeah. a certain point, like you know, uh, you have to play optimally and you have to be tryhardy, and the game stops being fun as soon as. Yeah, I think that's sure. like master though. Once you get up there, it's like you have to be tryhard to win. Yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely going to play a lot more of this one. Maybe we should... Well, here, here's what we should do, Gatim. We should play the 2v2 mode and try to hit, like, first place. Because nobody plays that competitively. So we could go real try-hard 2v2s. Oh, sure. I, I've never played that mode, so I don't know how it works. But I'm down to try it. It's a... It's a normal game. And then if you're... If you win your board and your, fre- your partner is still fighting, your remaining units get transported... There's also cool. Oh, that's crazy. You can like, there's items where you can send your partner like uh, units or items. You get to choose like, oh, hey, there's a reward. What reward do you want? Um, it's interesting. It's definitely not competitive, but it is, it is interesting. That sounds fun though. We should play yeah, a little that bit sounds, it, Yeah, let, let's, let's hit that up. I'm down. We should do it. Cool. Um, I have been reading the original Scott Pilgrim comic. I'm going to call it a comic and not a manga. Great. Get in the comments if you disagree. Um, but yeah, it's I am maybe about a third of the way through the whole uh, through the whole series. It's pretty good. I would say that I'm the whole series. Whoa. OK. Yeah. You, you move fast. I mean, it's only like 40, like vol- 40 chapters, something like that. So I'm it's like, like eight, eight volumes, right? Something like that. That sounds about right, because it's about 40 chapters. So yeah. got it. Uh, yeah. And I'm on like chapter 14 or something. So um, it's good. It's uh. I'm most familiar with it from the movie from the mid to from the 2011, 2010 movie came out, uh, which is very, very good. I like a lot. Um, ah, okay. Yeah. So I, I, I I think the difference is Scott is way more unlikable in the comics than he is in the movie. Uh, yeah, definitely a little bit. He's, I can't, it's, it's very weird because it's hard to tell if he's like, playing stupid and an asshole or if he is legitimately just an idiot like right now i can't tell so he is an asshole but he's also stupid so i yeah i think that that line is something you'll have to draw yourself it's because it's definitely both Uh, but he's definitely an asshole so Mm -hmm. that part of him is still there um yeah and i haven't actually gotten to any new like anything that I haven't seen in the movie, um, it's sort of arranged in a little bit different order and there's some extra scenes and stuff in there, but I think he's only just about to fight the vegan bass player. That's, That's like where I am. I, so, I absolutely love that one. It, it's it a good is, one. Uh, that, that fight's uh, better in the comics. Is uh, it okay? I'm, I'm excited yeah. to get there. I think they're like, uh, the his ex-girlfriend's band like just went on stage and I think that was the end of the last chapter I read so I'm excited to keep reading I'm excited to see where else it goes because I when the movie got adapted only like half or maybe less of the of the comics had been out so um I know there's an ending to it and and I'm curious to see where that goes because I know people uh really like it and the uh the cartoon slash anime came out on Netflix the other day people seem to like it and they also say that it's more of a uh I guess I guess spoilers is that it is not a one to one adaptation of the Scott Pilgrim comic. So I wanted to read before I saw what it was and what changed. Yeah, uh, good call. I, I still have to watch it. And it's more interesting to me knowing that it because mm-hmm. I like I have consumed the source material. So having more new Scott Pilgrim stuff is like, 
hey, all right, I'll take it. Yeah, it seems it seems like a really good series. I'm excited. I like that it focuses a lot on music. I think that's interesting uh, to mm-hmm. do in a comic. Yeah. I wish wish more people did uh, some stuff like that. I mean, just like write songs and gives you the like chords to play on guitar in it, which is which is cool. Oh, does it? I, I forgot. Yeah, yeah I mean, cool. I think I've only run into like two of them so far where it's like, here's the song and here's the like chords on guitar if you want to play along with it. So that's uh, awesome. It definitely shows that the author has experience with music. And uh, yeah, so enjoying it so far. Definitely going to get through it. I think with Thanksgiving coming up, I should have a little bit extra time to just sit around and read because I'll be at my family's place and they uh, I don't have my computer, so I can't sit and be brain drained to edit. So, yeah. Fair enough. All right, cool. Well, I think that's anything else you wanted to chat about while we're here, Gautam. Are you ready to get out? Uh, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Hey, thank you again, everyone, for listening or watching. Don't forget to leave us some feedback. Uh, get in the comments. Give us an upvote, thumbs up, whatever positive reinforcement you can leave us. Please go do that. Uh, we really appreciate comments, especially. Uh, check out Twitter and Patreon linked in the description. Uh, Gautam, don't forget to tell everyone goodbye. Everyone, goodbye. Thank you for being with us again this week, and don't forget to read more manga.